When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, my friends, to the Wednesday edition of Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour. Glad you are with us, and if you would like to participate... On the program today, all you have to do is give us a call. 800-848-WABC is the number to reach us. 800-848-9222. There is so much in the news. Of course, there is political news. We are now in the midst of the 2024 presidential election cycle. President Trump unloaded on Nikki Haley. And the campaign. He did an ad that actually, remember that stupid slogan that, 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 uh, uh, not a slogan. It was the, uh, the graphic arts that they use with that H with the, with the arrow pointing toward the right. If you looked at it, well, they, they did an ad, uh, the Trump campaign that morphed Nikki Haley's face into Hillary. So it's a combination. The woman looks like a combination of Hillary and Nikki Haley. I will leave it to you to judge or not whether you think that's an attractive proposition. Uh, But underneath it is that H with the arrow, and it's Haley instead of Hillary, that I'm with her H. So, uh, and things are getting heated there uh, with with Haley, and this is all New Hampshire. Early polls indicate some of the polls that, Nikki Haley and Donald Trump are running pretty much neck and neck in the polls, New Hampshire, which will be the first primary, Iowa, of course, being the caucus. Before I forget, later on, BizPack Review did a story today uh, that if for those people who think that this Hunter Biden business is just political shenanigans, this case, you know, he has been indicted with his statements, these false statements that he used to purchase a gun, and his evidence has been found. Cocaine on Hunter Biden's gun pouch. So there was cocaine. This was in a new filing. Uh, uh, Hunter Biden's legal team had suggested in a legal filing that the United States was conducting selective and vindictive prosecution against him. David Weiss, the prosecutor, responded with a 52-page opposition uh, brief that 
said, in part, that FBI investigators had found cocaine on the gun pouch that housed the defendant's firearm. To be clear, investigators literally found drugs on the pouch where the defendant had kept his gun. Hmm. Vindictive, eh? Yeah. There is, I think, early cause to be sufficiently optimistic that the United States is about to win the spring term of the Supreme Court concludes, be rewarded with something that is long overdue. And I guarantee you this is going to rank up there with Citizens United decision. It's not going to be as uh, vocally opposed as the decision to finally get rid of Roe versus Wade. But this is an important case argued before the Supreme Court of the United States today. It deals with, it's called the Chevron deference. In 1984, Chevron versus Natural Resource Defense Council was a huge case. Let me, rather than go through the weeds on it, just put it to you like this. This case will determine whether these non-elected bureaucratic agencies have the power to basically legislate from inside the, in, the their chosen agencies and stick you with all kind of regulations and American businesses. And liberals are petrified that the court is going to find that they do not. This one is from the New York Times today. Conservative justices appear skeptical skeptical of agencies' regulatory power. Yay. And in, in their story, they say discarding it. Listen, if you get rid of this Chevron deference, I love this. Discarding it could threaten regulations in countless areas, including the environment, healthcare, consumer safety, nuclear energy, and government benefits programs. In other words, discarding it could threaten liberal bureaucrats in countless areas because liberal bureaucrats are running your lives, running your business in countless areas. Everything from environmental law to healthcare law to consumer safety, nuclear energy, and government benefits. If, if Congress wants to regulate, then it's up to Congress to issue the regulations not some unelected, unaccountable political appointee hacks. And this is a mo this could be one of the most momentous cases ever to come before the Supreme Court. And the conservative justices, to the chagrin of liberals, appear skeptical of agencies' regulatory power.
good. It is about time some of these government agencies get neutered, and I mean neutered. Another, this one, didn't surprise me. A study published in JAMA Pediatrics, Journal of American Medicine, analyzed 42 different studies looking into the association of drinking fruit juice and body mass index, weight gain. Okay, I'll just clarify this. They're looking to see how fat you get from drinking fruit juice, whether it makes you a fatty, a fatty waddy, waddy, fatty. And the studies, looking at the 42 studies, found that drinking 100% fruit juices was tied to higher BMI in children as well as weight gain in adults. Now, this doesn't surprise me at all. I remember when I was a young skinny, I used to work as one of my, my first real, 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 well, not real, but the one that set my career on a different trajectory was when I came to WABC as music director. And Al Rocco, he was a GM at the time. He had a secretary, Jane. Jane was an older woman, but she was a health nut. She looked great for her age, too. She was always svelte. And so she would see some of us youngsters, young'uns, you know, we'd go out for lunch, we'd come back with all these, you know, things, fruit juice, and we'd be in there gurgling down the fruit juice, and she'd come up, you know, that's nothing but sugar, and that is going to cause you to gain weight eventually. You should be careful about how much of that fruit juice. I remember this. And, of course, back then, you know, when you're skinny, Winnie, you listen to all these adults t- telling you, these older people, because I was a young adult, telling you, you know, oh, listen, that stuff is not really good for you. And you're like, yeah, okay, okay, I, I hear you. You know, we were respectful because Jane was such a sweet person, and she genuinely cared about all of us. But I remember thinking, I remember it from those days. That had to be, I don't know how many decades ago. She's like, look, these fruit juices, you'll see one day. And here we are with this study now, a combination of 42 different studies, fruit juice. And especially, you know, they could, that was before they started combining all the flavors. Now you can get, and I don't drink this stuff anymore either. Pineapple, banana, strawberry, all in the same thing. And, you know, all these different beautiful tropical Fruit spread drink, tutti frutti, uh, that too. Little Richards, all the fruits, fruit punch. Yep, not good for you, not good for you. Apparently, makes you gain weight. What's up, hon? Call screener just walked in, one of the most beautiful women in America today. One of the most intelligent. I always have to add that in so you people don't think I'm trying to sexually harass her. And I'm not. I've never made a pass, and I never would. She's young. She's very, 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 very attractive. She's intelligent. She's sweet, 
wonderful. And she just walked in. Hi. I got a text the other day. Are you through obsessing over your call screener? I said, I'm not obsessing over her. My name is not Epstein. She's a child. <laughs> and, and, and I don't mean that pejoratively. I mean, just in case, to me being a dinosaur. That's all. Hey, people on the hallway right now are like, well, can we get HR here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Moving on. Chinese lab creates mutant COVID-19 strain. What? what? Yeah, you did say that. You can find this today at the Daily BS2. Chinese scientists experimented with a mutant COVID-19 strain that's 100% deadly to quote-unquote humanized mice according to a new study. Not 99% deadly, not 98% deadly, not even 97% deadly. This thing is a surefire killer. It's 100% deadly in humanized mice, and they're experimenting with it. Chinese scientists raised their hands. Guess what we did? We've come up. Of course, they're not doing it in the British accent, and neither am I. So I really don't have a great British accent. Derek gets me on that all the time. Doesn't matter, or even Australia. It doesn't matter. The Chinese scientists still came up with a, a mutant strain. In other words, they're playing around with COVID-19. They come up now with a strain that is a 100% surefire killer. Killer. To humanize mice. Every little one of the humanized little mice. I still want to know how they humanize the mice. How do they humanize the mice? I don't know what they do to make a mice human. This sounds like a transgender kind of thing here, trans species. I'm no longer a mice, I'm a human. I don't know whether I'm a boy human or a girl human, but I'm a human mice. But the Chinese have not only figured out, figured out how to mess with the COVID, I'm not obsessing over her. I'm getting a text, even right now. I just mentioned it, I'm not obsessing. She says it's okay. She's she's fine with it. Thank you. Hey, these people, they do want HR to come after me. They want to see me go to, she wants to, my friend here wants to see me be thrown in next to Harvey Weinstein, apparently. Or maybe that old cell that Bill, that, that Bill uh, Cosby used to have before they let him out. Or, or, or maybe the same place as R. Kelly. Or who's that other guy they just threw in jail? That Daniel Masters or whatever his name is? Oh, Danny wife? Masterson from that 70s yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife got rid of him real quick after all that. She's like, bye. Going to be in jail for a while. See ya. Divorce. Anyway, um, let's get back to the Chinese, shall we? The Chinese have come up with an experiment on COVID-19. Now, as deadly as COVID-19 was and everything that it did, Why in the world would they be experimenting on mutations? Well, there's a good reason for it. And they're experimenting on humanized mice. Mice, little, you know, the little rodents that now think that they're human. 
What's your pronoun? I'm human. I'm human. Are you a boy human or a girl human? I don't know. He, she, they. So now we've got humanized rodents, and the Chinese scientists have figured out a way to kill them 100% with a mutation of COVID. I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, because you're very, very intelligent in this audience, why do you think that Chinese scientists are playing around? I started to say monkeying around, but you start using the word monkey, unlocks a lot of doors. Anyway, um, and some of them are not good. Uh, yeah. Why do you think? The Chinese scientists, ladies and gentlemen, in this vast and ever-growing audience, why do you think that Chinese science scientists are playing around with humanized mice and have figured out a way to kill them with 100% certainty using a mutated COVID-19 virus? Why? You know that voice there. It's a humanoid singer. Barry Manilow. On WABC Talk Radio 77. Yes, my friend. A lot of music history today, as every day. But on this day, Barry Manilow jumped to number one on the charts with this song in 1976. James Golden, Bo Snerdy with you. Bo Snerdy's Rush Hour, WABC. Stay with us. Coming back with you very quickly.
The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. 2016. American brass player, trumpet player, Lugal, Mick Gillette passed away. Mick Gillette, as you know, many of you know, leader of the torn section for Tower Power. A child prodigy picked up the trumpet, was reading music by age four. Reading music at four years old, playing trumpet. To me, look, I'm not going to try to get in. I don't want to get into anything. and I'm not trying to upset those of you who don't believe in reincarnation. I understand and I'm not trying to do it, but it's so funny. I just had this conversation yesterday with another musician. We were talking about guys like this, like Mick Gillette, who start, who, who are playing music at young ages, four or five years old, on the level that some adults play them. And my friend was saying, and I, there's only one way this happens. They have done this before. They come here ready to play. And then you look, we were talking the other day about Michael Jackson and the way he was able to sing and vocalize with the fluency, musical fluency of someone that's been doing it for 20 years or 30 years when he's nine years old. How does that happen? Anyway, remembering Mick Gillette from Tower Power. Okay. Uh, let's see. We've got Donald Trump goes off on Nikki Haley and racially charged rant, blah, blah, blah. That's news story today. Racially charged. What did he do? He says, anyone listening to Nikki Nimrata Haley, he called her by her real first name, which is Nimrata Nikki Haley. Her critics have often used her given first name to draw unflattering attention to her Indian heritage. What's unflattering about it? What is unflattering about being from Indian, from India? There is absolutely nothing unflattering about it at all. At all. By the way, did you see Vivek? Vivek Ramaswamy was with Donald Trump. And 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 we, we had a call on that yesterday. And yes, he is going to play a big role in the campaign. So that's the racist attack. Calling her first name her first name. But Donald Trump also dinged Nikki Haley for supporting entitlement reform. Saying she wants to cut Social Security benefits. He called her rhino globalist. Well, he said she's backed by the rhinos, the globalists, and the demented never-Trumpers. She is. Some of them are, yes, some of them love her. Now this, I was very tempted to call him a name. I try to refrain from that. Dan Goldman, who called for Donald Trump to be assassinated some weeks ago. New York Congressman Congressman Dan Goldman, who was never right about anything, it seems to me. 
Now, I'm sure that's an overstatement. Maybe there there has to be somewhere one or two things he's right about. But every time I hear him open his mouth, he's either wrong or he's saying something incredibly inflammatory. He is now saying he's going to introduce a resolution to censure GOP conference chair Elise Stefanik because she called the rioters who stormed the Capitol on July on January 6th, 2021 hostages. Go ahead, Dan. This is all you can do. Go ahead. Try it. This guy. I want to get a resolution censuring him for calling for the assassination of a former president of the United States, which he did. Another one, this Jamie Raskin. Jamie Raskin says that the GOP, who are blocking a border deal, all of a sudden, like clockwork, here come Democrats saying, oh, we need comprehensive immigration reform. Why? They want to get money for Ukraine, and they want to slow it down by promising, oh, let's do comprehensive immigration reform. Well, the new speaker, Mike Johnson, he's not going for it. He says this isn't the time for comprehensive immigration reform. takes too long. They know it. And no, there will be no money for Ukraine. And he said, he stand, this is the hill he's willing to die on. Unless we get some swift action on the border and stop this invasion into America on the southern border, no, no money for Ukraine. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Mariah Carey. Okay. This isn't the single version. This is, but this is. But this is the song. And it's titled Emotions. So yeah, like a ripoff of the emotions. Best of my love. But there's another version of this, another mix of it, that is even more striking. We don't have to get it now, but this is the song. Yeah. WABC Talk Radio 77. We're going to head to telephones pretty soon. I just want to mention another. There's another health story out here. Um, let's see. You can find this. This one's at CBS News today. Americans are getting cancer, colon cancer, breast cancer, cervical cancer, other types at higher rates. And they're being diagnosed at younger ages, according to a study out Wednesday from the American Cancer Society. Colorectal cancer. Yes. Diego, that's what I said, colorectal cancer. Once the fourth leading cause of cancer deaths for people younger than 50 has leapt up the list, becoming the leading cause for men and ranking second for women. That's according to the study published in California, a cancer journal for clinicians. Now, interesting. Colorectal cancer, once 
the fourth leading cause of cancer deaths for young people is now number one, especially for men. Mm. And now second for women. I wonder what would, I wonder what's behind the rise. I, 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 it's strange. Colorectal cancer used to be down there, and now it's up there with young people. Lots of young people getting colorectal cancer. And experts are warning that this is one of the deadliest forms of cancer being diagnosed. We've been seeing an increased risk of colon cancer incidents for years. Oh, very strange. Things are happening out there. And no one seems to have explanations for them at all. Let's head to the telephones. Silas in uh, Staten Island, you're on Boston Early's Rush Hour. Yeah. How are you, yeah, Silas? Like okay. Uh, one thing I just say, we are kind of in the uh, World War Three, and China is literally playing us like a fiddle. And they know how, you know, to, well, they bought Joe Biden, and then they know how to get in into our, our properties, into our um, everything of our life, our medicine. And by the way, if they can kill rats, maybe they can, maybe they can uh, get rid of our rat problem here in New York. But, and also on the music scene, I like to say I was able to jam with Noel Redding from the Jimi Hendrix experience uh, at the limelight with with Frankie LaRocca and the lead singer of Spend Doctors. Uh, You know, I'm in a Jimi Hendrix band. He asked me if I wanted to play. I said, absolutely. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Do you remember a place called Manny's Car Wash? I don't remember Manny's Car Wash. I remember Manny's music store. Do you remember Manny's on 50, uh, what was it on? 50, 53rd Street? 52nd, it was on Swing Street, 52nd Street. Manny's music store. I used to go to Manny's all the time, one of the biggest music stores in, in Manhattan. I don't remember Manny's car wash. But uh, I saw the Chambers Brothers there, and they sounded oh, just as good as the record. The Chambers Brothers were, were incredible. What a great band they were. Yeah. Yeah, we do a lot of that stuff in our, you know, in our, in our cover band. They, they, they were great. <laughs> but, uh, oh man, you bringing back some memories there, Silas. Now look, let me go back to your first point on the different ways China is. China is China is telegraphing loud and clear for anybody paying attention that they want a war with the United States. Not now, but they're preparing for it. They're telling Joe Biden to his face, "Yep, we're going to take back Taiwan. Hope you don't like it, Joe." We're going to do it. They're telling the Taiwanese people, yes, we're taking you back. We're just getting everything ready. They're telling the United States Navy, oh, we're better than you. Stay out of the South China Sea. We don't care. We will threaten you. You're on our turf, and they're doing it. They are telling um, the countries in the Pacific theater, we own this. We are the big power here. 
Now, we're making baby steps. We are redefending some of our military positions in the Philippines, albeit very lately. We are not competing with China when it comes to building up a strong navy. They are, they are, they are spending like crazy. Now they're developing their submarine force to overtake ours. We still have a small advantage with submarines. China is moving past that. China is moving their tentacles in every part of the world for economic leverage. Africa, South America, Central America, we sit on our hands and we're sitting over here arguing about, well, am I a boy or am I a girl? Or um, uh, 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 he said, uh, me too, 35 years ago, um, Trump is a this, Trump is a that. We're sitting around doing all of this kind of talk. Uh, oh, let's have uh, more inclusion and, and, and equity and blah, blah, blah. China is gearing up to dominate the economy, economy of the world. They have also teamed up with Russia and now have a joint defense relationship with Russia. And we're sitting here going through these machinations of things that barely register in terms of the defense of this nation's national security with open borders. And Chinese nationals are also pouring through those unprotected borders. And now they've developed a mutant COVID strain that has a 100% kill rate with humanized mice. Why are they doing that? Thank you, Silas, for the call. Jason in New Jersey, you're up next. Yes, Bo, thank you for taking the call. I'm I'm very angry at our Congress for not giving it back to the Democrats about the border. They should close, make sure, not only about not giving them the money, but tell them to go to how we're closing it and how we're going to close it with all veterans that can be want to do this and i'm one of them i will i have my two arms two legs even though i'm going to be 79 i still have the the will to do it to stay well look god bless you and hopefully it won't come to that let me tell you what this is one of the things and i see people all the time on social media platforms knocking the republicans oh they're useless they're useless knocking the new speaker at least on this front the new speaker is pretty firm the borders are going to have to be addressed. There's not going to be money for Ukraine, not even money for Israel, until we address these, this border invasion. And he is holding firm, as I said today. We have story after story. I can read you the headline. Here's from the New York Times. Johnson digs in against border deal to unlock Ukraine aid, defying Biden. And that, to me, is hysterical. Defying Biden? Who the hell is Biden? Biden is the president. He is the head of another equal branch of government. Biden is defying the House. The House is an equal branch. This doesn't work like it's some kind of hierarchy. There's Congress, and then above Congress is the Senate, and above the Senate is the President. These are co-equal branches of government. The legislative branch is co-equal to the executive branch. So there is no defying Biden. Biden doesn't get the last word on everything simply because he's the president. 
So Johnson is digging in his heels to the border deal as he Congress has the power of appropriations. If anybody's being defiant, it's Joe Biden because he doesn't get the money unless Congress says it's okay. Another headline. Johnson, now not the time for comprehensive immigration reform. Senate Republicans forge ahead on border bill over Speaker Johnson's opposition. Yeah. William Hart, Delphonics, heavenly birthday today. He passed away in 2022, but lead vocalist, also songwriter for the Delphonics. Of course, the orchestrations, also co-writer, produced by the one and only Tom Bell. Philly, this was on Philly Groove. That was the name of the label, the Philly Groove label. And these guys are responsible for the sound of Philadelphia. W, ABC, Talk Radio 77. Time to check in with Lou Dobbs. Coming back with Rapid Phones on WABC.
This is The Rush Hour with those Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. One of my all-time favorites, Billy Stewart, died today, you know, sitting in the park waiting for you. Also, it's Eartha Kitt's birthday. Also, Shabba Ranks. I love Shabba. Mick Taylor, too. Oh, yeah, it's Kid Rock's birthday. Also, Cheryl Benteen, Manhattan Transfer. I love Manhattan Transfer. They are amazing. Now, the reason we're playing this song, The Beatles, the guy that does the piccolo trumpet solo in here is celebrating. (laughs) On this day, he recorded the piccolo trumpet solo for Penny Lane at Abbey Road Studios. He was paid 10 shillings, 42 bucks. The trumpet he used later was sold at an auction for $10,846. So there you go. WABC Talk Radio 77. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. And we go to Robert in Suffolk County. Robert, how are you? Hi, James. Nikki Hi Haley there. is a sellout. Mm-hmm. Taking money from Democrats and elites, and there's probably dark money from China through some front companies in our campaign. We don't know that to be factual, so let's not sp- dark money. She might even be taking dark money, huh? Wow. Okay, she's a sellout. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate your call. Let's stay with Roberts and go to Robert in Brooklyn, New York. Hi, Robert. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. A few points. Number one, if the Biden administration doesn't shut down the border then the House should shut down the government. That's number one. Number two, Nikki Haley in New Hampshire primary. A lot of Democrats are probably going to be voting for Nikki Haley, so Republicans need to make it their business to go out and vote if they want to get Donald Trump in. Because the Democrats will vote for Haley. It's very unfortunate that that's the way the system works. They have to vote in New Thank Hampshire. Thank you. The they're, running, they're running an Operation Chaos up in uh, New Hampshire. And you're absolutely right about that. Let's go to Sandra in New Jersey. Sandra, you are up next. Hi, James. I was so glad you brought up about the coronavirus being injected into the mice. China's at it again. And, and you know, these. I want you to know these, these mice, they die agonizing deaths, number one. And, and the most important thing is that they're saying that they do not have adequate biosafety measures doing these tests. And what happened the first time could very well happen again. And, and that's why, what do we do about it? Do what do them? we what do, do we... indeed? This is serious business, and I'm glad Sandra's on top of it. This is way serious business, folks. Hakeem in Bronx, New York. You are up next. Hakeem, how are you? I'm doing great. Two big winning issues for the Trumpster, immigration and race voters. Go Buchanan, go. Go Buchanan, uh, go. Echoes of Pat Buchanan and the New Hampshire primaries way back then. Thank you, Hakeem. Now, Joaquin in Pennsylvania, you are up next. How are you? Hey, Bo White. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now that Mayor Adams, he's as slick as Montezuma's revenge, just like the rest of the Democrats. Because now, Ew. Now he's saying that, he's saying that the, the visual on that is terrible. Not to mention the color scheme matches, but I mean, ew. Mayor Adams is like Montezuma's revenge? 
Okay, finish the thought. He's saying illegal immigrants are being paroled now into the country, legally paroled, instead of being released. My gosh. Yeah, he is kind of being as slick as Montezuma's revenge on that one. And I've had Montezuma's revenge a couple times, and it is not fun. It is not. I almost died. (laughs) Ew! Uh, Today is the birthday of Michelle Obama. She turned 60 today. President Obama marks his wife's birthday saying she makes every day better. This is what 60 looks like. But for me, the day has more significance than that. This is the birthday of my mother, who is now in heaven. Annie Joe Curly Golden. My mama. My mother was born at a time when this nation was in the grips of the Depression. The things that she told me about her childhood, I can't even fathom. She was already beginning to cook for her family when she was five, six years old. Had to stand up on a uh, a milk crate in order to reach the stove. She never stopped giving to her family her entire life. She gave and she gave and she forgave. And she did it all with unconditional love. And she pushed us in every way possible from reading poetry to us when we were children, making sure that we went to church, choir. She was in love with her church. She was in love with her faith. She was in love with the unfaithfulness that she had to deal with in her life and became an extreme example of how to forgive. I call my mother a saint, and she was, and I love her dearly, and happy birthday in heaven, Mom. May God bless, protect each and every single one of you, your families, your loved ones. Love and gratitude for your being here with me and allowing me to be with you back tomorrow, God willing, at 4 p.m. Bye.